Hello, lovely souls. It is Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. It's June 7th, 2021, and I'm so thankful that you're here today. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the vibrations of energy and limiting beliefs. We're going to tie this all in together um, because I know for a fact there are some things holding you back, whether it's in your mind, whether it's in your energy. We always have something holding us back. It's like we're on the very edge of wanting to do something. And then we're like, I don't know if I should. I'm kind of comfortable where things are at. Things are kind of working. They're good. I want more in one way or another area in my life, but I'm not ready. Or I want it so bad. I'm afraid. What are some of your limiting beliefs? What is holding you back? I am personally going through a scenario that I'm ready to make an ask. Now, the universe has provided for me um, a resolution for me to move forward in the direction of achieving time freedom. And you all know by now, this is one of my goalposts. So to achieve time freedom, there's going to have to be a conversation that I need to have which I'm not comfortable having. And I'm not going to say too much information today because I know there's a variety of people that listen to these podcasts. Sometimes it's it's real and um, on point and you guys are catching it shortly after I post them. Other times people are catching them weeks or months or maybe years down the road, which is why I always put the date in here. But your energy, you have to tap in and listen to what you really want. Why is it that you want this change? Why is it that you're being pointed in this direction for this change? And I am leaving it vague for a couple of reasons, because I want you to fuel your own energy, your own thoughts, your own desires into today's space. Okay. Normally I share a lot of my experiences and I will circle back to this. Um, in the future, I will come back and circle back to this, but I wanted to start today. We're going to start today with an exercise, um, a really cool exercise. And I did it this morning when I was listening to my calm app and it was a really, really, really good takeaway that I definitely want to share with you because when was the last time you've done this? So what I want to ask you this morning, write a note to your past self about how far you have come. Pause and reflect that for a minute. Write a note to your past self about how far you have come and why this is so important. And I realized when I was going through this exercise earlier this morning, that there was so much I took out of it so much. I started with a few thoughts and then it was like, whoa, I couldn't stop. And I couldn't stop because I realized I had come so very far. And I had come so far because I wasn't afraid. I didn't let my limiting beliefs stand in my way. And I just went for it. You know, but every once in a while, we're going to come across, we're going to come across, we're going to come across some moments where it's a little bit harder to push through than others, right? We just need that sense of confidence or we need to reach out and ask for somebody's help and guidance. We don't know yet what it looks like. But what we do know is that if, if we align that main question, write a note about your past, write a note to your past self about how far you have come. If you were to write a note in the future about where you're at today and what you're feeling today and what you're doing today, but yet it's going to lead you to more wonderful, beautiful things in your future, is it worth it? Ask yourself, is it worth pushing past your limiting beliefs and facing your fear of rejection or your fear of the unknown or your fear of failure? Is it worth that to create an even better life for your future that you're looking for? So when you're writing 
this letter to your past self in the future, even six months from now? Is it worth it? Absolutely, it's worth it. So let's talk about this for one second. What's holding you back? Do you even know what's holding you back? We'd often, as humans, we often don't know what's holding us back. Normally when we're working with a coach or an accountability partner, or even when we check in with friends and we notice that we're saying something out loud, we can then connect the dots as to, whoa. So I was sharing an example the other day with one of my coaches and I had said, you know, here's what I want. Um, you know, if that doesn't happen, I can always suggest this, this, and this. So I was already coming up with a backup plan as to why I should not go for my big ask. And it's really important for me to go for my big ask and see what happens without having those contingency plans in place. Having those contingency plans in place means I'm not good enough to go for that big ask. But you know what? I am good enough to go for that big ask. And I am going to go for it. I am going to ask for faith and direction and confidence. But I've been seeing signs everywhere about this. I even did a post up earlier today on my Facebook, and I am going to share this for a minute because I do think this one is pivotal as well. Speaking of messages. So messages come into in your life in so many different ways. And we don't often pause to think about it. We don't often pause to think about where they're coming from or why. Most of the times we are so busy, we don't slow down enough to listen to what our intuition is telling us. So this has been on my mind for a couple months now. It's been more vividly in my mind since last week. And again, I'm not going to go into the details, so don't ask. You will soon find out. My future self will tell you. But here is the message I saw on Instagram this morning when I woke up. If you're having a feeling that's telling you to do something, but you're seeking a sign outside of you to confirm the intuitive feeling, the intuitive feeling is the sign. That feeling I'm feeling to do what I want to do, that is the sign. Lean into your intuition. Fellow empaths, how many many times do we tell people to lean in to their intuition? And yet we don't do it ourselves. We get stuck. Of course we get stuck. Of course we get stuck. We are human just like everybody else. We're going to have moments. We're going to have those limiting beliefs and those fears in front of us that are going to keep us wanting to be safe. So you're not looking for a sign. You're looking for courage to follow your intuition. So today I am asking for courage. Today I'm going to have this conversation where I need to have this conversation. And I am asking for courage. And I fully expect all of you to keep me accountable and chime in with me and ask me, how did it go? How did my big ass go on June 17th? And I want to say that again, just in case you didn't hear me. How did my big ask go? Not my big ass. (laughs) It's not big. I hope you're laughing with me on this. So keep me accountable. Check in with me. See how it went for me. But remember how I said we're going to talk about the vibrations, the law of attraction a little bit as we're leaning into this. There are signs everywhere. And when you're constantly giving off vibrations of energy, when you think and feel things, which we always are, the law of attraction states that the universe responds to what you are offering the universe. So if I'm happy, the universe is going to give me more happiness. If I'm more joyful, if I'm sad, I'm going to get that back in response. But by giving, by the universe giving me more of what I want and increasing my vibration in that area, I want to keep that positive, right? I want to keep that full of joy and laughter and happiness and music and things that are light. 
because the universe doesn't care if it's good for me or not. It's only responding to my vibration. So how is my vibration going to work when it comes to manifesting? We did a whole podcast episode on manifestations not that long ago, but write out your ideal day. Create an empowering affirmations that support your ideal vision. Now, this makes a big difference. Empowering affirmations. So I'm only touching on the manifesting today, but the empowering affirmations, I did this in it when it comes to time blocking and it makes a world of difference. For my money matters, which is me taking a look at my financials, seeing where, where I'm at, making some adjustments, doing invoicing, things like that. I've actually put a mantra in there. Money matters dash. A CEO knows where her money goes. It makes me lean in and want to do the work. Use those empowering affirmations in your day timer, in your scheduler, in your book, when booking appointments with people in your calendar, when booking appointments with yourself, make them all affirmations. Take a look at your vision board, practice gratitude, laugh and have fun. These are some of the ways that you can raise your vibration. Okay. Some of the ways. So why are we talking about raising your vibration and fear of failure? We just talked about how the universe responds to how we feel because how we feel is being represented in our vibrations. When we're happy, the world gives us more people that are happy. This is why this saying misery loves company is so true, right? You got one person chattering negative, negative thoughts and somebody else is chattering negative thoughts. Pretty soon you're the one chattering negative thoughts. Um, or you've also heard birds of a feather flock together, right? Same thing, right? It's the exact same thing thing. So now that we've learned a little bit about keeping our vibrations high, the law of attraction, a little bit about manifesting and how everybody has fears in their life that they have to face. Even your coaches, if they want to grow up level, elevate to the next level of their life, sometimes more often than not, we have these big mountains to go through or nothing will change. And I am ready for that change to happen. Whatever it looks like, I am so ready for that change to happen. And I don't think it's going to be a no. I think it's going to be a yes. And I'm going to be met with grace and gratitude on this. And then I'm going to celebrate, 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 celebrate. I hope you all celebrate as well. Oh, speaking of celebrations, my second book is out. Guys, this is so super exciting. Okay, so now I have two international um, international sellers. The second book is called The Magnetic Entrepreneur. And it's called The Blessings of COVID-19. And I did a chapter in there about how COVID changed my life for the better. My chapter is called Pause, Pivot, and Proceed. And it's ironic because that's exactly where I'm at in my stage right now, my stage in life a year later. Pause, pivot, and proceed. And I'm ready to proceed with even more love and attraction, with even more happiness, with even more grace and gratitude. So I look for, you guys can get this book on, um, Amazon. It is available there. It's called Magnetic Entrepreneur. I will be getting some copies in. So this is two books now. The first book is called The Power of Yes. This one is Magnetic Entrepreneur. Both of these books are, um, co-authored in. So I'm super excited about it. Then what we will do is, um, I've got some more goodies coming down the pipe, which I'm not going to share about later. So I will share all of that at a different time. But for now, you can certainly, certainly catch more information in either one of those two books. And they can both be downloaded online through Amazon. All of the proceeds for the second book, Magnetic Entrepreneur, goes directly to help 
um, youth on the streets of Toronto. So none of the authors are making any profit. It's all going for a super good cause. So getting past your limiting beliefs. Are you ready? It's not going to be super long. First thing, acknowledge that you have limiting beliefs is the very first step to getting past them. Remember how I said earlier in this podcast how I realized when I was talking out loud the other day that I was coming up with backup plans and contingency plans if I didn't have the courage to speak my truth? Yeah. So then I realized what I was doing. So once I realized that I did have a limiting belief and then I had layers of limiting beliefs in this same area, I paused. I had to. I paused and realized I am worth this. I am going to ask. So. Some of the questions that I want you to think about when it comes to your limiting beliefs. How do I change my limiting beliefs? How do you change your story? That's a very, very, very big one. And we're not going to dig in super deep today, right? But you know that feeling where you're frustrated when you don't get something you want after the first attempt? How many of you have ever done sales or have ever gone on a date or have ever gone for a job interview? You know, you may not have gotten what you wanted after the first attempt. You feel like there's no point in trying because you keep on letting yourself down. If you ever felt like you've been held back because of fear of failure, fear of disappointment, fear of your doubt or ability to achieve something in a sense that you don't think that you can do, really, it is pivotal. It is pivotal to push past those limiting fears and see what you can do to get past them. So what are limiting beliefs? They are thoughts, opinions that one believes to be the absolute truth. They tend to have a negative impact on one's life by stopping them from moving forward and growing on a personal and a professional level. And this is exactly where I'm at right now. This will help me grow on a personal and professional level. So in most cases, limiting beliefs are unconscious, unconscious thoughts that act as a defense mechanism to avoid, to avoid negative or lowering your vibration emotions. So it'll help you avoid, if you stay safe in the safe comfort zone that everybody likes to be in, it'll help you from being frustrated, anxiety, anger, or sad because you know, you're in a good safe spot right now, but these beliefs are often triggered according to a specific episode that may have made you suffer in the past, which is why I'm not getting into details right now because I want to keep the vibration high this morning before I go for my big ask. But yes, I know exactly where this limiting belief has stemmed from in the past in this particular area. And normally we can go back and be like, okay, this is where it came from. Especially guys, especially if you're working with a coach that will prompt you to answer the right questions. So you can answer this yourself. Because most of these limiting beliefs have become a trigger based on one circumstance in your life, not multiple, one. And you have suffered when you were in that space. So your subconscious tries to block it by altering the behavior, which can result in a negative outcome. So anything that you procrastinate or that's any kind of confrontation, or if you're overthinking, or if you're in high, highly anxious, if you have any kind of imposter syndrome where you don't believe that you're good enough, but you're trying to act the part um, and any other kind of reactions like that, typically these things result in negative outcomes because of your limiting beliefs. So most living limiting beliefs are largely developed during childhood. Somebody said, no, you were redirected. You were told you weren't good enough or you were too big or you couldn't do that or you couldn't afford it. But typically 
it's up to us to change that script. Because when you were a kid, you were literally a sponge soaking up all of the information around you. And you got a lot of feedback as to good or bad behaviors, emotions, things like that were acceptable, things were not acceptable. This means that every single person has developed beliefs from an early childhood, some of which are supportive, some of which are true, some of which are limiting. For instance, children who are treated as though they are loved and valued will develop the belief that they are loved and valued and wanted. But on the contrary, children who are abused or neglected will tend to develop the belief that they are unworthy and unwanted. And they will always feel like they have something to prove. How many people know those people? And it could be just a fraction of energy that went towards feeling unloved or unwanted. But you're always spending the rest of your life proving your worthiness to others and yourself. You're always proving, proving, proving. There are so many ways to identify your limiting beliefs. A natural way of doing this is by listening to the voices in your head. Going back to the beginning of what we talked about in the earlier part of the um, podcast, trusting your intuition. You're getting signs everywhere. You've perhaps asked the universe or your coach or said out loud that you would like this, whatever this is, whatever is in that blank space. And now you're getting signs and directions and a light feeling and you really, really, really want it for whatever reasons are, but you don't know how to go about it, but you're seeing all of these signs and you're confident that you deserve this and that it is okay. So a natural way is to listen to your inner voice and your heart and your stomach and your brain. How are you feeling? What is that voice constantly telling you? Is it telling you that this can be done or this cannot be done? What direction is that intuition heading you in? So my intuition right now is telling me to go for it. I'm never going to know until I go for it. As scary as it is, I am never going to know until I go for it. And I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. Yes, it means I'm anxious because of course, a small part of me doubts it. A small part of me wonders if there's going to be a big ripple effect. But I need to face those fears because if I don't ask, if I don't try, I'll never, ever, ever know. And what kind of coach would I be telling you all to uplift and elevate your life and me sitting in a world of fear and fear of failure? No. Guys, that's why I'm having you keep me accountable. And that's what makes me the most amazing real coach that you've ever met. Not tuning my own horn. I'm really not. I am definitely sharing real life scenarios and real life examples that happen on the day to day. Because this is life and you want this kind of authentic. Oh, I can't even say it. You want somebody who can be authentic and vulnerable and real with you because you know if they've gone through it and if they're fighting the tides and the currents and they're doing their very best as well, you can relate to that. It's not somebody that's making life look easy, right? There are many, many ways of leaning into your limiting beliefs. You can have a conversation with somebody, a friend, a coach. You can write it on a journal and see what comes up. You can use your Oracle cards. You can just all of a sudden see the messages that are coming through, through your social media. See the signs. See the signs. And what are they telling you? So it's now, it's not just your intuition. It's what are you actually visualizing that is showing up to give you feedback one way or another. Lean into that because it takes time to overcome your thoughts and to act on them. And procrastination can be a weakness. It is certainly a weakness for me. Procrastination procrastination is a weakness, but yet it's actually a way of fueling my fire as well. And I have to deal with things that are uncomfortable. I definitely procrastinate. But every time people ask me about this and I'm accountable, I do what needs to be done. 
So when I decided in my mind that this will be a success, it will definitely be a success. Just like everything else I've approached in my life. Pushing past, pushing past the hard moment and going for the ask. Okay? Because if, if you're never going to try, you're never, ever, ever going to know. You're never going to know. And you're going to be in the same spot over and over and over again. So there are some pitfalls of limiting beliefs. There are two key limiting beliefs that can hurt you. Um, one of them is needing approval from other people, right? If you don't get approval from your partner, if you don't get approval from your parents, if you don't get approval from your kids, if you don't get approval from your boss, how is that going to affect this belief? Oh, is that going to make it seem like, oh, I should never have asked, right? So this limiting belief can also relate to something like, if I don't get the approval of so-and-so, I feel blank. So if I don't get the approval of my partner, if I don't get the approval of Tony, I feel even more unsure about my decision, right? If I don't get the approval from my children, I feel like I'm second-guessing myself. So add those two together. The limiting belief can relate to something like this. If I don't get the approval of blank, I feel blank. So when you're constantly seeking approval from others, you tend to accept things even though you don't like them. It's like your mind is already programmed to say yes before you think that something you will like. So it's one thing if you know where you're going and you're not going to be redirected by their approval or lack thereof. You're just letting them know. That's one thing. But if you're looking for their approval to help steer your course, really check into how that is making you feel. And are you making those decisions for the right reasons? Because it can have a bandwagon effect where the fear of being the odd one out or the fear of being bold enough to make this choice can upset somebody else. How is that going to make you feel? Right? It's not perfect. I need more time before I share this information. So another limiting belief is making sure that things are perfect, absolutely perfect before you present the information, before you move on to the next step, before you have the exact solutions in place. And I'm not talking a contingency plan here. I'm just talking in general, you know, where you've got your, oh, I don't have all of my bases covered before I go ahead and ask this. Life doesn't demand perfection. It doesn't require you to be consistently fearless, confident, or self-assured. Life simply requires that you keep on showing up and keep on showing up means going through the hard days. It means going through pushing past those limiting beliefs. So deep breath, deep breath. Okay. When it comes to your limiting beliefs, we're going to end up, we're going to end this up here. When it comes to your limiting beliefs, identify, reframe, and move forward. We all have limiting beliefs that stop us from achieving our dreams or even our everyday goals. So in order to identify and change those beliefs, you need to work on your self-awareness muscle. The secret to be accountable and to take responsibility for the beliefs that you create for yourself is up to you. So you need to be accountable and take responsibility. Ultimately, you want to get in the practice of recognizing a limiting belief, finding it, discovering it, and reframing it so you take a step forward. Because without a step forward, you're never, 
ever, ever going to grow. You must be the change you want to see in the world. And change starts with you. Once you start, embrace everybody else the same way. Then you'll see a shift and you will contribute to success and eventually make a world of difference to those around you, to your inner self. You will be so happy and so proud of yourself for doing what you wanted to do and for not letting fear stand in your way. Okay, my friends, this is short and sweet today, but good or bad, I would love to hear your thoughts, what your thoughts are today on limiting beliefs your and how um, they relate to your vibrations and have me check in with you. Okay, guys, I um, definitely love hearing from each and every single one of you. So don't be a stranger and we will be in touch soon. Make it a great week.